0: Hello and welcome to the Pulsation podcast coming from the New Wolsey Theatre as part of Pulse 18 Festival. My name is Dave and I've been speaking to some of the acts who showcase their work here in Suffolk over the week. In this podcast I talk with Eden Harbud about his adult-themed puppet show Burning Tales. Eden had performed the previous day at the New Wolsey studio and kindly gave some of his time to speak with me about his development processes, some of the techniques he used in the play and puppetry in general, amongst other things. Um, I hope you enjoy. Hello, uh, I am Dave, and I'm here at the new Wolsey Theatre with Eden Harbud. Hello. Hello. Uh, welcome to Pulse Festival 18. Uh, you had a show here yesterday called Burning Tales. Yep. And I see we have the main actor with us in the studio as well. Yep. Does he have a voice? No. No. Okay. Doesn't. Well, that's good to know. Uh, does he have a name? He doesn't really. No. Doesn't even have a name. Okay. No. Well, that's uh, that's even more. Awkward. Uh, um,
1: uh, could you tell us a little bit about Burning Tales? It was at a
0: studio yesterday, wasn't
1: it? Yes, and I should explain, the, the, the main character is a fox. And, and a fox puppet. <laughs> uh, that, a fox puppet. Not a live fox that we have not in this. A, a mute character. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, the the characters don't really speak. It's all a non-verbal show, apart from the soundtrack that plays throughout. So the puppets don't actually speak, apart from the odd placard on the stage yeah. kind of thing. And because they don't really have names either. Although they are, it, they are physically my sister's puppets. They, okay. they're, they are her, her toys from when she was younger. So this one's actual name, I think, might have been Tessie. <laughs> <Or> <laughs> they look like, like that. they come from um,
0: sort of National Trust gift <laughs> shops, is the sort of
1: vibe going on.
0: <laughs> so how, did the, how do you think your show went?
1: Yeah, I was I was super chuffed with uh, yesterday. I couldn't quite believe the audience that came, and it was a part. It was a part of the whole free day that was yesterday. Yeah, which went really well. There was some awesome stuff going on, and I was I, I was really lucky enough to see the shows after me because I had about a forty-minute turnaround between my show and the next one. Yeah. so I managed to quickly pack up everything, everything get over to studios. the other venue. But yeah, no, I was I was really happy with yesterday. I'd managed to get a run in in the in the tech beforehand. The text quite simple for the venue so i can like just about set up and then just do a run yeah get all the mistakes that need to happen in that run so i looked. <laughs> so so you, very... sh- you
0: um, sent me a couple of videos from yesterday's performance yes. and i managed to catch one of them i've sort of noticed you were sort of choreographed to a soundtrack yes primarily yeah um, and it was there were definite cues i could see that you were working with can you explain a little bit about the process of which you sort of how you go about choosing bits of music there seem to be lots of recordings yes. in there as well
1: yeah it was like, it's a mix of like various tracks and yeah other details and sound effects and voice recordings as well kind of layered on top the process has been it's been kind of slowly detailing over quite a long period of time really there was there's not there wasn't really one initial like let's just make this it's kind of been slowly developing and detailing over time this show or sort of the soundtrack both the soundtrack and the show because the the soundtrack's quite important for the show itself yeah it seemed
0: a lot of the action was hanging on it and mm. would be so yeah by the it. development
1: of the soundtrack kind of also was the development of the show itself in a way okay in terms of like picking the tracks and things the show itself is very ridiculous and silly and Dark. Um, yeah, very ridiculous, but the, the process of picking the tracks was mainly listening to songs and finding the ones that just felt the most silly and the ones that would make me chuckle to myself and being like, that's the one that's going in this bit.
0: Okay, the one that I saw, was, it was quite emotive, but in a, in a really yeah. nice way, and yes. it, wasn't,
1: it was quite light
0: and light-hearted. But um, I was here yesterday with my children, and, <laughs> and you, you were here with your mum. I was. And I caught you briefly in the, in the calf. And I was saying, oh, how how not for children is your show? And your mum just turned around, and just went, no, no, not at all. How not for children is your show, Eden?
1: I, I've advertised it as thirteen plus. Okay, uh, even that's pushing it. I think right, maybe fourteen, fifteen yeah. plus. Yeah, it has it has some adult themes for sure. Within within the ridiculous, like because it's happening to this fox, and it's it is utterly mad it has um yeah some references to sex and suicide and drinking and smoking and depression depression and all sorts all of that is like balanced by some lighter moments in the show yeah like it, it's a it's a big balance but the bits that go darker go dark, dark enough dark. to say 14 13 14 <laughs> 15 plus yeah. <laughs> yeah what does your mum think of it well, yesterday was the first time she'd actually seen it in full. Okay. She'd maybe seen the 10-minute scratch I would have done about a year or a year and a half ago or something, which had which at that stage was just kind of terrible things happening to a fox. Right, right on its own. <laughs> so yeah, this was the first time she saw it in full. And yeah, I think she I think she in, I think she enjoyed yeah, it. Didn't get any immediate feedback. I'm yet to get home and properly talk to her about it, but I I've been doing it, I've been, I've done a couple of shows now and I kind of forget that there are certain bits of it she hasn't seen yet. Right. Her and my sister, actually. Uh, both of you are in the show itself within the soundtrack.
0: Okay, yeah, I noticed so, the soundtrack you had recordings. Yeah.
1: Are they By On The Wall recordings or are they sort of scripted? What
0: process did you go through to get them?
1: I kind of mainly scripted them. Like the bits with my family, I would be basing it on what they would, things they would say, yeah. but scripting it. Yeah. as they would say it, but even then, I'd record them saying it a few times, and they might do something slightly different, and it'll be the ones that feel more natural. I'd use and yeah, that kind yeah. Of they thing.
0: did. I I was questioning whether they were uh, scripted or not. They sounded so
1: natural. So yes. top marks. Mom Thanks, and sis, <laughs> for, for their acting capabilities. Yeah. Uh,
0: so how many times have you done the show?
1: This was my third time I've done it in Whereabouts full. Whereabouts did you perform it before? Well, in I've only started. Recently touring it as a full show, in March I did it in Camden People's Theatre as part of their Sprint Festival, Okay. and I've just done a, that month ago I did a one-off in the Brighton Fringe, and this was my third, yeah. But I've, I've done some scratch performances like a year ago, yeah. like when I was building it up, like a 10 and 20 minute version at Cambridge Junction, as yeah. part of their Views from the Bridge scratch night. So you say it's taken a while to put together. Yes. Uh, how long? In Months? Years? Well... It's it's been over a long period of time, but it's I've been doing it in really random chunks of time, like the, the odd few days here. So okay. even though it's over a long time, it hasn't yeah. been all of that time. If that makes sense. But I think it started in like late twenty sixteen. I think when I started okay. putting some of these ideas together. I think initially I'd made some in like maybe even early twenty fifteen. I'd made some silly videos of playing with my sister Lisa's toys her and just playing with the idea of like a dramatic puppet drama (laughs) to the to a broad church soundtrack that (laughs) okay and that kind of very silly vibe and i kind of yeah in 2016 i started playing around with what that could look like on stage and i had some i had a few days in the studio space in cambridge junction to play around with some of that and i ended up making that first 10 minute scratch which i did in the november and yeah and then i did a Expanded that to the twenty-minute version, and yeah, at, at those stages they were both kind of experimenting with the style, seeing what worked, yeah, and not really. Yeah, it was more style than story at that time. I'd say more just how how much can I push the storyline? How, how how dark can I go for people when it's still in this kind of ridiculous puppet?
0: Yeah, I mean it's definitely <laughs> you're you're treading on. The thin ice when when getting people to book you for a puppet show because yeah. immediately people think. I mean, I did. I was like, "Oh, a puppet show! Oh, adult themes!" I'm, um, maybe I could get. The, yeah, maybe my eldest would be able to deal with it.
1: But she's try in and make 10, it so. I'll try and make it clear in the marketing; it's not a children's show. Yeah. Oh, you did very, much do, very, they very they good can. job. But even so, <laughs> some of us adults yeah. are pretty bad with our. Like, like,
0: they need to know these things. I'll yeah, just yeah. take my kids along, and they'll find <laughs> out some stuff maybe they didn't know before. <laughs> but yeah, it yeah. was it was good
1: to have the warning. So, have you are you taking it anywhere else this year? Yeah, I'm in come kind of towards the end of July. I'm doing it at a small. A new theatre festival called Theatre in the Fields, which is happening in a, I think it's in a in Hertfordshire in a in a barn theatre space. Okay. What date? That's on the 28th of July, I think, on a Saturday. Okay. And as nice family day out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah. But there's lots of stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of stuff going on in that festival. I'm sure lots of more family friendly, family friendly stuff as well. Do you have <laughs> a
0: a, a toned down version or do you have like alternate versions that you could do if you find yourself in a festival situation haven't you even thought about
1: it well I I think this this show would be hard to I, I've definitely thought about it okay. I've, I'd like the idea of making like a family friendly version of this show but I think it's probably easier to make a new show altogether. yeah <laughs> Um, he drinks lemonade late into the night. <laughs> too much lemonade. <laughs> yeah, too much lemonade. Sugar high. Sad no. over his
0: friend. who doesn't like him anymore. But yeah. So because uh, yes. uh, so, in a festival environment, you've obviously got children sort of running around anyway, and there's more likely to be sort of yeah. bleed over into a tent. Or depending on what time you're yeah. Programmed. I've not
1: really dealt with that yet. Right. Luckily. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if that how family friendly that festival is but they i think they i think they know what they're booking okay so i think that will be just fine but i'm also doing it on my home turf in cambridge later on this year i don't have a date for that yet but it'll probably be september october kind of time okay. i saw your yeah. website was it your website i'm pretty Maybe. sure i your website Yeah.
0: Um, with showing that you're you were teaching puppetry
1: yes i've done some various. puppetry workshops i did a short course to uh, some sixth form students at Hills Road Sixth Form College in Cambridge uh, last last year at the beginning of the term yeah I've only I've only really started doing that like I've I've been a, I've been kind of growing my puppetry skills over the last few years through various experiences what made you um, sort of want
0: to go into puppetry
1: I suppose I don't know like I've I've had various experiences that have really built up my warmth towards it. Like, I, a few years ago, I was in a children's show with Gamito Productions called The Holdall's Christmas Adventure, okay. which was very puppetry-based, and I learned an awful, awful lot there. And, but even, even during sixth form and things, like various devising and growing up, various puppetry techniques were introduced to me, and I was like, oh, that's, that's interesting, and I've yeah. seen a fair amount of theatre which uses puppetry in, in ensemble work and things. I've always found it like a really great theatrical device. And then, yeah, a couple of years ago, I did a show called Terra Incognita with Temper Theatre, and that had a big sea monster puppet, which, oh, which a, a big, like, kind on of a five piece thing that would come together, which I was the head of, and I learnt a lot more of that style in terms of yeah, like the bigger of the scale. Yeah, being able to yeah. like hold it together for <laughs> yeah. X um, amount of time. And then with. This show, like it's very different because these are hand puppets. Yeah, they're, like, they're, they're ready made as well. They're ready-made, which, is... which is very like I've I'm kind of more used to them like being like theatre spun paper mache kind of. Yeah, and having like actual, of... actual graspy bits. Yeah, exactly. So so these like pre-made hand puppets are yeah, they're ridiculous. They look very emotive and they're very cute, which he's is very expressive. He's, just, he's surprisingly quite, expressive, this one. I remember that like, as a kid growing up with where there were some puppets that really
0: were that you just bought that really mm. did have expressions and you'd sort of spend ca- car journeys just yeah like sort of playing with them and then other ones you couldn't get them to wave or anything they were really rubbish and you're yeah. like oh that's uh, not a
1: no. that's just a but you can do sack. An, an awful lot with this one um and my mum would used to tell us stories with it and stuff when we were younger and okay all that kind of thing it's a family history and now it's gone off the rails <laughs> it's gone off the rails indeed yeah so and I suppose the 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 fact that these are hand puppets and ready made kind of fits within the storyline of the show, in that the show is kind of of the real life premise that I've stolen these puppets from my sister's bedroom right. to <laughs> to create this insane world for myself in my own bedroom, which she finds out and is freaked out by. Is is she in the show? She is. Yeah. Is she the, um, physically or no? Just, just, through, just the, the, the soundtrack. through the recordings. Yeah. Okay.
0: I'm gutted. I missed it. Actually, I had to take my kids home. But <laughs> um, yeah, it sounded really interesting. I'll t- I'll try and capture all
1: all on the the video that you made. Nice one. I'll I'll send you some some various uh, bits of text where you can't quite see what the placards are saying. <laughs> yeah. So that I suppose the I, I didn't really think when starting to make the show that I was like, oh, I'm going to make a puppetry show. I think it was more I had these hand puppets and was like, oh, let's I could do something interesting with these. So I suppose it was more these hap-ups themselves that formed the show, rather than me thinking I want to go into a puppetry show. Okay, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah.
0: Have you got anything else on? Do you do multiple projects at once, or do yes, you sort of concentrate on one thing?
1: Yes, this is kind of this this show is kind of my show in a suitcase that I can tour around in my gaps in my yeah. calendar, which I'm, which I'm, which is just very silly and a great a great way to. To kind of escape from the other things I'm doing, I also run a festival in Cambridge called Fusion Theatre Festival, okay. which is on in a few weeks' time on the 23rd of June, on a Saturday, which is like a big day-long festival thing. And this year is going to be our fourth year, so we're kind of I'm going to be jumping straight back into that mindset okay. tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I also work with Temper Theatre. I'm going, we're working towards a, a new show at the moment called Night Shifter. Yeah, and in terms of my solo work, I'm going to be starting to work on a new a new show with another, a, f- a friend, solo theatre maker called Sam Williams, who actually made a, a solo show last year called The Limbic System, which we had at Fusion Theatre Festival, and yeah, I'm, we're going to collaborate and try and make a, a children's show. Oh, cool. Is our next plan, so okay. it... We are. <laughs> I'll get there eventually, bring my yes. kids along. Probably when they're adults.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, like, You've done your children's show. Oh, you we're too now old now. 18. <laughs> it
0: took a while for funding, I'm
1: afraid. So yeah, we're going to experiment with that. I've always loved children's theatre, especially since working with Gamito Productions, and I've been meaning to get back into it. Mm. And we love those kind of uh, storytelling quest adventures with meeting characters, with, but also with puppetry Within it and yeah. ensemble work and visual storytelling, yeah. So that's kind of the next step in terms of the beginning of a new project. Do um, you
0: write as well, or do you sort of uh, sort of stick to scripts for theatre productions?
1: I have written in the past. Yeah. The last thing I wrote was, a th- I think I wrote a play during sixth form, which was like my extended project thing. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's more like devising visual work that I'm involved in I suppose like that's certainly the case with temper theatre which is more of a physical theatre dance visceral blend a day
0: Cambridge based as well yeah okay. yeah.
1: but we've been having we've been working here and there like we we had a, a month's development of this new show recently and we did a bit in Cambridge a bit in Ipswich a bit in London kind of thing Okay. Uh, you know find, finding the space yeah, you can Yeah, kind yeah, of. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> how do you find for um puppetry because obviously you've mm. got to have sort of workshops uh to store the things yeah. when you're doing theatrical productions with uh with puppets and then touring them can be a bit more difficult because you've got to pack them well yeah do you have any kind of well tips th- about packing a puppet correctly well the we thing
1: with rolls of bubble wrap <laughs> right, well luckily that. these puppets you can kind of shove they're like fairly they're, durable aren't they they're, yeah they're lovely and soft and, mm. yeah yeah I have to say sorry to them every time, but I have to just shove them in the in but the Do they stink of fags as well? No, I, I, did see I don't a lot like of
0: them smoking.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do have one of my promotional pictures of him actually smoking. Yeah. but now I think I, I think the smell of smoke has gone. He doesn't smoke on stage. So got for, thankfully, for a breeze. <laughs> even though he can, even though he could smoke on stage due to the theatrical laws being the only yeah. thing that you could smoke <laughs> with. But I've I've made the show to be fairly. Like as easily tourable as it can be, like on when you see it on stage, it looks quite ridiculous and messy with lots yeah, of props did, yeah. and things going on. But they everything that's in the show does fit into one big green suitcase. It's that because it's soft and you can sort of squidge stuff in. Yeah, kind of all the lamps and okay placards and there's a big bag of props and all yeah, everything kind of yeah. And there's even like a, a cardboard. Car, which I have to every time I have to disassemble it and okay. <laughs> gaffer tape it when I get it out for the next show and everything, but it all just about gets into this big suitcase and then a fold-up table, which is like a, a screw fix like trestle. Nine, thing. Yeah, like yeah. a wallpaper pasting table, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I so, carry around. With
0: so it. that is a consideration when you're when you're developing something. So yeah, you know you like you move
1: it around. And like even but even that, like it's just about manageable to take around with this big wheelie suitcase and a table. But even then, by the time I get home. It does like take up a bit of room in the living room, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the living room, and so even then, like I've I've been th- I've been thinking about making more shows like this because it's gone down well so far uh-huh. and the style seems to work, but but there's a part of me that's like, oh, wouldn't it be great to do a show with no props, <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> where I don't have to you carry it around? All just the time. have a massive lighting list of requirements. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even with the lighting, I've tried to make it as horrible as possible again because i do all the lighting myself on stage okay so i don't like require any venue lighting as such so uh, i yeah, can so you're and pretty with the sound contained yeah so with the soundtrack as well i can essentially if i have my own speaker for example i would be able to do the show in any kind of dark room <laughs> cool. essentially which makes which means i could do it in community spaces and things if i, yeah, if I wanted yeah, to yeah so it's
0: a real consideration of physical space as well as yeah which
1: uh, i mean puppets are that aren't they they really are a sort of more of a physical
0: theatre than mm.
1: uh, they can create yeah. their own world themselves. Yeah, yeah, and don't necessarily need huge, huge onstage lighting. Unless they're a giant dragon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the the whole lighting system is very as as silly as the the themes of the show. Like it's it's a kind of homespun lighting desk, which is like a one of those plug sockets with individual switches. I have that kind. Ah, okay. of, I have that on the floor, and I'm kind of doing the lighting with my feet right okay um,
0: <laughs> that's that's actually a really good
1: idea, yeah, yeah, just doing it with my feet mainly, which is <laughs> often very very ridiculous and sometimes very challenging, but I've got used to it, and um well, yeah, it's just about practice really, and if you if you know it, you can kind of do it, and I only had that for my first ten minute scratch, and then by the time I had my twenty minute scratch, I also introduced another. Um, Multi plug socket, but which you could control by a remote. Ah. So I've got kind of these two things, and I have the the switch plug socket yeah. plugged into the, remote, the one, remote one, and then one of the lamps is also in the remote one, which I can do separately. So I can kind of do all blackouts and all sorts with this remote.
0: Uh, that's pretty clever. So that's actually
1: really handy for what I was being talked to
0: about this morning so uh-huh. like, <laughs> thank you for that i will yeah, take that away with me
1: that's like i i didn't realize these kind of things existed until i started actually being like oh yeah these would be really useful like yeah. the, the, these kind of things that people would buy for their home to turn lights on and things yeah. and it's actually really theatrically quite useful <laughs> the things you can get from screw fix and yeah brilliant
0: right well um what's your uh, immediate plans sort of um you've got this what was it the 20 uh, 23rd
1: 23rd of yes, June that's Fusion the Fusion Theatre Festival uh, Fusion that's kind Theatre of Festival f- in cape well, I'm initially jumping into next but yeah my most exciting thing for tonight though is to to watch Small World uh, oh yes uh, of past. course
0: yes well wonderful to speak to you Eden it yeah. Was, uh, yeah very interesting and I hope to see you here next year absolutely oh, I'd love to brilliant <laughs> right thanks man <laughs> thank you